Welcome to this Life I Live in Truth podcast, a podcast about living life authentically. Each week, we deliver the best stories from individuals who have decided with intention to live authentic lives. Now here's your host, Jesse Belizel. Welcome again to This Life I Live in Truth podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the village from your creator and founder, Jesse B. Now, this podcast was created when I finally decided that I was going to live and walk in my truth. So naturally, bi-weekly, I'm intentional about interviewing individuals journeying through their life from all different walks in a similar manner who are not only ready to share, but who are also ready to pour into others. This evening, our guest is ready to pour, and he joins us all the way from Woodbridge, Virginia. He's a photographer with Wide Aperture Media, who has quite the eye. He's a photographer who's readily available in the DMV area, and I am grateful I get to introduce the kind, the talented, and the charismatic Otis Toussaint. Welcome to the show, Otis. Hey, what's going on? Thank you for that dope intro. You know, not every day you get an intro so cool. So I really appreciate that. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Mm -hmm. It is a pleasure to have you on the show. And I'm just so glad our schedules were able to align, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Before we get into tonight's conversation, in honor of this being a new season of the podcast titled Good For You, I wanted to know before we got started if we could discuss something really quickly. So as Mm -hmm. my featured guest, I wanted to know if you could answer the following. What is good for you relationally? Relationally? What what does that mean? What What do you mean by relationally? Uh, and as far as relationships are concerned, what is good for you? Something that's good for you, oh, an example of something that is good for you. I got it. I got it. So, um, when it comes to work, when it comes to me working, I enjoy getting lost into the work. So relationally, uh, what is good for me is, a, is, uh, an environment where I'm allowed to pour myself into taking care of others and having others show up their talent and no one really searching for credit, but just, you know, everyone has the uniform mentality of getting the mission and work done. I love that sort of environment. So that's, that's really good for me relationally wise when it comes to work, uh, et cetera. Um, what's good for me romantically? Well, I, I married the person that was good for me romantically and we still enjoy each other today. Uh, over 10 years now, we've, I've been married uh, to this wonderful woman, Xavier T. Saint. Uh, she's good for me relationally and romantically because uh, she appeals to everything that I need, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, what is good for me uh, in the sense of, I guess, relationally, in the sense of, um, I don't know, community-wise. I like seeing a community that's there for the lowest member of the community, not in the sense of, you know, hey, you know, this person is so downtrodden and so down in their luck. We let's 
let's go and, and do something for them. But I'm in the sense of, um, you know, take care of others unconditionally, mm-hmm. not, not for a motivational sort of selfish way, but take care of others unconditionally without any sort of uh, self-promotion motivation. So those are three things that I would say rela- relationally are important to me. Wonderful, wonderful. I love how you talked about taking care of others. That's what we're all about on this podcast. And so I wanted to know, we're going to go a little um, more granular. What is good for you possibly? You don't have to answer all, but maybe one of them. Mind, body, and or spirit. What is good for you? Hmm, What's good for my mind? Mind, body, and spirit. I will answer all three. I don't mind if you don't mind. Um, yeah. What's good for me, for my mind? Um, I am a natural jokester. I'm also very hardworking. I'm also very family oriented, and you know I've got a funny, uh, funny side as well. So, in my mind, I, I like uh, think what are good emotionally for me are those. Anyone or anything that can appeal to all four or maybe one out of the four, you know. So if you're if you're of that energy, come my way and I will make it worth your while and you will make it worth my while as well. That's mine. Body, uh, what's good for me and my body? <laughs> as a person who has <laughs> been through a lot physically, as a mm-hmm. veteran, as a, a guy who's, you know, I've got some health conditions, but I'm doing whatever I can to really take care of myself. I, I like I like being physical and working out and all of that. Um, so anything that's appealing in that sense, hey, come my way. I'm all for it. <laughs> in my spirit, um, what is good for me in my spirit? I am of the spirit of taking care of others, um, providing uh, I'm a, I love to be that humble servant because people have poured so much into me that now in my 40s, I'm 40 years old, I'm, I'm able to look back and reflect on that and do for others. I, I love taking care of other people and seeing people smile and, you know, take that load off of someone's back. I will give you the shirt off my back. So that, that just fills me up seeing other people be taken care of. Um, and so those are the three things that kind of appeals to me for mind, body, and spirit, and, and as far as what is good for me. I love that. I love that. My dad always told me, if you can't find something to laugh about, then you're not really living. So that aspect mm-hmm. of your mind and being a jokester, you know, I really it really mm-hmm. resonated with me, and I'm sure with other people. I just want to thank you for your input. Thank you for participating in this new thing that I'm trying out for this new season. So we'll see how it goes. So let's get right into our time together. I know I did a bit of an introduction for you, but could you take a moment to introduce yourself to the people? So who is Otis Toussaint? Who who am I? Who am I? I am a, I'm a 40-year-old dad of two boys, husband of one wife. Um, I am a brother of six other siblings, five brothers and one sister. I am a West Indian who moved here to the U.S. when he was 13. Uh, humble beginnings from a you know, wonderful island, Trinidad and Tobago. Came here, came to Brooklyn, New York. 
went straight to high school, flourished in high school, did his thing in high school, went off to college, realized college wasn't for me as yet, joined the military, went to Iraq, came back and said, hey, now I'm ready for college. Went to college, got a degree in psychology and history and military science, got out the military a couple of years later, worked as a small business owner, photography, videography, did really well in that, got a job working now as at the highest level of Army medicine, where I'm able to market and advertise whatever it is that the Army's medical, you know, wonder, wonder is doing all over the world. So I am blessed in that sense. That's, that's my side as far as what I do, work, and all of that. Who I am, I am a guy that, hey, I love, you know, making people happy, making people, you know, think about things. I am a person who likes to stand up for uh, those who are taken advantage of. Um, I'm an advocate for mental health uh, and mental health, uh, taking care of one another. I'm an advocate for, you know, those who may unfortunately suffer some sexual assault uh, as a person who has seen and uh, unfortunately been a victim of it. I'm an advocate for those who may suffer from that as well. I am, you know, typically when people see me, I'm a tall dude. So people think, you know, he's intimidating or whatever, but I'm, I'm definitely not that. I am, I get along, you know, crack jokes, smile, laugh, let's hang out. Let's do some dope art stuff. Let's, you know, get lost in one another's time and just enjoy the moment as, as it is. And, that is who I am. I love that. I love that. Oh my goodness. I've never had somebody. I think this question is so simple, but there's so many ways you can go with it and answer it. So I really appreciate what you've shared. Mm -hmm. Can you take a moment to tell our villagers, that's what I call my listeners, uh, about mm your journey and how you got to becoming a professional photographer. I know there are many layers to who you are as a person, but specifically <laughs> yeah. as yeah. a photographer. <laughs> as a photographer, my journey, um, interestingly enough, when I was a teenager growing up in New York City, so I joined this program called the Global Action Program. Uh, or GAP, they call it. It is this after-school pro program that I was in and got a chance to work with multiple New York City youth all over the, the, the large city of New York City. And we created after-school videos and video products and advertised it to, you know, all different types of dignitaries in New York, showing just how important youth empowerment really is. And my love for audiovisual stuff came from there. And then moving from there and then going to college and, you know, really enjoying the vide videography side of things, I really loved that. And so when I joined the military and I deployed in Iraq in 2003, I met Bruce Willis out there in, in, in Iraq, ironically. And so I took, uh, I bought my first camera out there, a little Canon camera out there in Iraq, took photos, came back, and I said, man, I really love doing this photography thing. So, you know, while I was in, I was always doing graphic designs and, you know, had a little phone or whatever. But then when I got out and I, uh, my wife and I we went to the PX, which is like a 
post exchange where you, it's like a mall on a military base. And I bought my first D7000 camera. I said, man, this is great. I really love this photography thing. But then also, actually, let me pull back from there. My wife and I, we went and got our engagement photos done, and then we got married. But during our wedding, the photographer did crappy photos of our photos. And I said, man, I don't want anyone to ever experience what I experienced. So I said, hey, I'm going to go learn everything that there is. So we bought our camera, and then you know, from there, you just kind of graduate into getting this camera, getting this equipment, getting that equipment. And I became kind of a maniac uh, as far as when it comes to learning everything that there is about photography and lighting. And I was This conversation with Otis has been really enriching. And while we're on the topic of enriching, I wanted to tell you guys about the Truths Cards. They are head and heart question cards to help you find and or affirm the one. If you're interested, click the link below. All right, now back to the show. New York and I just stayed with it and I, I got pretty decent at it and I kept going and that's where I'm at right now. I'm still learning. Photography is a journey. It's a never-ending journey and it's something that, you know, you just get on that ride and you go with it and you love it, man. And that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, such is life though, right? It's, it's a never-ending mm-hmm. journey. I love how you say that. Absolutely. From admiring your prints to actually having the opportunity to work with you, you have such an ease as far as what it is you do with photography. What Mm -hmm. do you do to make sure you keep improving on your craft? Like, what are some things that you can share with the audience that you do? Oh, so things that I do to keep improving on my craft is I'm of the mentality that I'm no better um, I, don't, I don't compare myself with uh, anyone else. I, I mean, everyone gets inspirations from their life's experiences or things that they see, but my motivation for my inspiration is my dedication towards my vision. Man, that, that actually kind of rhymed. That's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, you know, my focus is as long as I wake up the next day and I got a breath in my body, I could always do better than what I was yesterday in my photography. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's, that's been the thing that kind of keeps me hungry to continue doing what I'm doing. Um, I, th- I have a, a, a continued joy and love for it. I'm, I'm blessed in the sense that both on the technical side and the conceptual side of photography, I love intertwining both and that's really where you get the photos that tell the stories and all that so the technical side is oh there's always going to be new gear i could always learn what does this do when i tinker the camera this way that's the technical side the conceptual side is ooh, if this person sits this way what story does this person tell mm-hmm. in the way how they pose or the lighting and all those things and you get that mesh together oh man it's kind of like when when the yams and the mac and cheese touched in on the plate, how it's all delicious. That's how photography is to me, honestly. So that's that's where my love and my continued uh, thirst for improvement comes from. I love it. I love it. I love how you said 
you don't compare yourself to others or what others have done. And so it's really your dedication to your vision that really keeps you hungry. And mm-hmm. it's about being better than, than whatever it is you produced the day prior that really keeps you striving for, for better. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. So mm-hmm. as a photographer, I know you're so many different layers and things, but as a photographer specifically, beyond your talent, what would you say was or is needed in order for you to keep on booking um, booking jobs, you know? I'm booking jobs. Um, beyond my talent is really your marketing. It's mm-hmm. a huge thing in photography, word of mouth. Um, and also your customer service. If you, yeah, that goes with word of mouth. If you do well by folks and you do right, you make people feel good. People, a person doesn't, everyone could necessarily shoot a, a picture. There's tons of other folks out there that could point and click a camera or get the lighting right and all that. But typically people book you because of who you are as a person and your customer service. Like say, for example, I had... Yesterday I seen in this uh, local DMV, DMV black business owners group. And I saw a young lady put out a post. Hey, I'm looking for a photographer for three hours. Uh, this is the price. And people came on there and was absolutely rude to her, like ridiculous. I said to myself, man, this is not the way how you're supposed to be when interacting with a potential customer. And I see everyone as a potential customer or a potential networking. Mm-hmm. So I said on the post there, I said, hey, you know, um, this is my website. Uh, feel free to check it out if you're interested in working with me. Uh, you could send me an inbox and you could go from there. And out of the thousands of folks there that was in that group, she went ahead and, and booked with me. And I spoke with her. I talked with her. I found out what she needed. And, you know, you just keep it moving. So customer service is a big thing, man. And mm-hmm. you don't talk to people crazy. I'm, I'm, I am of the, the, I'm the biggest advocate of, you remember when I said earlier, I said, mm-hmm. you know, those who are, are taken advantage of or looked down upon or talked crazy to, I like speaking up for the, for the people who are, you know, that right. need advocates. Right. And at that moment, she needed an advocate and I was there. And I stepped up and did what's natural to me. So that's that's who I am and that's what I do. I love it. I think sometimes people are, they struggle with finding their voice or their voice trembles. So it's it's mm-hmm. important for people like yourself to, to, to lead in that way and to just use your voice to, as you said, be an advocate for whatever it is their need is. And in that instance, it was she was looking for a photographer and you stepped up and you were like, hey, here's my website. Here's how you can get in touch with me. And out of all of those people that were in that thread, you were the one that stuck out. And so Mm -hmm. I I completely agree. I'm, I'm originally from Rhode Island. And so when I first came out to the DMV area, it was really a culture shock for me because customer service is not something that I would highlight in this area. I mean, you'll find, you know, there's, there's bits and pockets here and there, but 
it's definitely not what they're known for. So I, I completely agree. <laughs> Customer service is a rarity and it always makes you stand out when you, when you, when you can prioritize that. That and the fact that, you know, I think even the fact that people are comfortable talking crazy online, you mm-hmm. know, like, Hey, you know, I'm not in the same room or in the same vicinity as this person. I can talk as crazy as I want because I can be an online bully. I think that's absolute garbage, treating others like that and talking to folks in a crazy manner. And yeah, I, I just don't have much space or time for, or tolerance for that. So I saw what was going on. I reached out to her and talked to her. You know, I know who I am outside of before this internet thing, I'm kind of just at that generation gap of a Gen, gen Xer, right? Mm-hmm. Being born in 81. So I know how life was before this internet thing and how important it is to talk to folks face to face with decent customer service. And, you know, that's just how it is. And that's how I move. Absolutely. It's, it's so important. Mm-hmm. I too remember what it was like before the internet. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna say how old I am now, but I, I can just tell you I remember. <laughs> yeah. I remember I remember I had that conversation with you and I remember you didn't tell me, so I didn't even bother asking anymore. Nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some things ought to remain a mystery. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh but I'm sure it's online somewhere somewhere where i didn't like dot the t's and cross my eyes uh but for, <laughs> for those who aspire to get into this field of work what would you say in your life experience was most helpful to you when you were becoming a photographer that you can share with our aspiring listeners oh man the most important well some of the more important things i'll give three quick important things that you should uh uh try to really master or perfect the first thing is light learn how to control light learn how to use light learn what light is uh there's tons of resources out there i mean i'm a resource if you ever want to find out you know what's how to work light because i had to be taught it at some i'm not some master but i was taught it and i i I, uh, learned it and i like to teach about it and use it myself so light is the most important thing the next thing is um i guess learning how to um, market yourself marketing is really important Um, so maybe you can look into a business class about marketing or you know study marketing a whole lot more because you've got to always find a way to differentiate yourself from the crowd um the third thing is uh, and i guess customer service kind of goes with marketing so i'll go somewhere else um i guess budgeting and budgeting goes hand in hand with equipment that you buy and things that you buy know what your budget is uh, if you learn how to manipulate your lighting and you learn how to market yourself and you budget yourself for the equipment that you need, you will then get far as far as um, your photography business venture. 
I love it. I love it. Listeners, did you hear what Mr. Otis Toussaint said about what it's going to take, you know, for you to be a photographer that can go the long haul, lighting, 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 learn how to manipulate lighting. Secondly, learn how to take or take a marketing class because it's going to be beneficial so people can know about what you do. If people don't know about what you do, they're not going to be able to reach out. And lastly, budgeting, 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 and so that you can buy the equipment within your budget and stay within your budget. This has Mm -hmm. been such a fruitful time. Thank you so much, Otis. Uh, Before Mm -hmm. I let you go, I wanted to know how can people stay connected with you and are there any projects that are coming down the woodwork that you can talk about that are coming down the pipeline, say, within the next month that you can share with us? Oh, yeah. Um, So you and I, we did a recently, we did some photos at the Arboretum there in um, Mm -hmm. Arboretum there in D.C. And so I'm going to drop a little quick video on that and some photos that we did. That was really wonderful working with you. I've got some upcoming uh, photography work at some of the monuments all over D.C. with uh, some more uh, model folks. I've got, um, I'm always I'm always online as far as uh, creating funny videos on TikTok. And TikTok, you could find me on, uh, the word is called Trini Sigma, T-R-I-N-I-S-I-G-M-A. Um, you can find me on my website, that's wideaperturemedia.com, spelled W-I-D-E-A-P-E-R-T-U-R-E. M-E-D-I-A.com. Mm-hmm. And of course, if ever you need uh, to contact with me, you're, you could always reach out uh, through your, your state, your, your podcast, and I'm sure my links will be there and people can reach out to me. Otis to Saint on Facebook, and that's who I am. Reach out to me. Feel free to do that anytime you want. I love it. I love it. You heard it from Otis. I will definitely be dropping some of the links of how you can stay connected with him. He has some shoots coming down the pipeline. Uh, Very, very exciting. If you are an aspiring photographer who wants to get connected, he is definitely somebody to reach out to, to make connects with. Thank you so much, Otis, for tuning, for joining our show today. And I want to tell those listening to stay tuned for another episode that will be coming out two weeks from now. And until next time, I want you to cancel the noise to seek the truth that is often only found in the light. Until next time. Later. Thanks for joining us this week on this Life I Live in Truth podcast. Make sure to visit our website, www.thislifeiliveintruth.com, where you can stay connected and subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on any and all platforms, or for you to simply tell a friend. Feel free to also check out our e-course, finding your purpose until next time listeners cancel the noise 
and seek the truth that is often found in the light.